Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. Nothing feels as good as making others feel good. Those so-called feel-good holiday films? They can't hold a gingerbread-scented candle to the feeling of giving them something that gives them all the feels. Make this December one to remember, together. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. With your hosts, Brent Radlinski from the Yankee Tavern North and Dave Van Robies from the Dutch Oven. Both of us are in Lethbridge, Alberta. Let's get into it. 1420 Sports Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. Show 143, Thanksgiving Day, October 11th, 2021. Uh, I went to the homeland this afternoon, had dinner at mom's house. She cooked up one mm-hmm. hell of a bird. Uh, all the trimmings, everything else, a fantastic meal, and then finished off with one slice of pumpkin pie. Um, Dave, I'm a one, like the older I get, I'm a one morsel kind of guy. I don't like to be too full, even if it tastes really good. I can't, I can't indulge in more than one morsel and one slice of pie. Any, any more than that, I just feel like ass afterwards. What about you? On the, <clears throat> on the same way. Like I, turkey dinner, uh is one of the things i can eat until it's it's too much but i'm careful because like you say i'm at the age now where like sit on the couch going yeah guts hurt everything else yeah it's just uncomfortable it's it's yeah it's not uncomfortable in fact we had the the nice turkey supper last night and then uh katie and i and jasper went over to my mom's for a big old ham today too so I'm feeling kind of fat today. Yeah, I, uh, we we went for a big breakfast at Humpy's this morning, me and Deanne did, and then we uh, ate ate way more than they should have, like in a day. Like I don't eat that much throughout the the work week and everything, but yeah, it was it was a lot of food. And then I barbecued some stuff yesterday at a big feast uh, last night, so we've kind of been uh, indulging a little bit more in uh, in everything this weekend. Anyways, um, great weekend of sports. There's some great college games on the weekend. I don't know if you. Uh, Check, checked out the uh, the Red River shootout. What a game that was, Oklahoma, Texas, um, right down to the wire. Um, always happy to see Alabama lose a game, which they did in a, a last-second field goal to uh, Texas A&M. My USC Trojans got smoked once again by Utah. Uh, so they're, they're now 3-3. Three and three. They're 0-3 this year at the Coliseum. Uh, things aren't going so well in L.A. for the, uh, for the Trojans. Uh, but we'll start with the NFL, Dave, and some news came across the wire just as we, uh, before we came on the air, that John Gruden, and uh, he's done. He's gone. His $10 million a year contract, I think his career, his record was 22 and 31 in three years with the uh, with the Raiders. Some disparaging comments on emails that when he was with ESPN. Um, first off, what's the statute of limitations, do you think, on stuff like that? Like, if, when you're a grown man, you should know better. Uh, obviously, when you're a national figure like Gruden was, um, is there a statute of limitations for being a moron? Oh, absolutely not. Like, just, you know, like, the, that's going to be the, the Gruden defenders are going to come out and say, like, it happened a long time ago, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, when, when, when your past behavior reveals the misogynistic piece of sh- racist piece of shit you are, then, you know, maybe, maybe this is the guy like he hasn't changed this is him and that's why he has to go yeah dave we said that before like we like you and i like we we said some dumb things in the past and acted stupid in the past and that's like 25 30 years ago now um when you're young and are dumb you can learn but when you hit a certain age you don't change anymore no i know like because he had like this is when he was in the espn working for you so he should know better 
and he had been a, a professional head uh, head football coach. He had won a Super Bowl for God's sake. For Tampa, and, yeah, in two thousand two, yeah. I believe. Yeah, and and it just kind of shows what a d bag he he really is. And, and you know, the only thing I feel bad for is I don't think he is a good coach, and it, it pains me that well, no, that Al Day or whatever his name, Mark Davis, will find someone shittier. I'm sure. <laughs> shittier than his haircut. What's oh. with that guy's loaf, man? You got to tip your hat to <laughs> someone that's running a billion dollar industry to have a $2 haircut. Like it's, like it's, it's just a little bit strange. My, I'm not defending Gruden at all. Like at all. Like, don't get me wrong. But how does it get to that point where you would think that there's got to be some sort of uh, HR that does a little bit of research on this stuff prior to him getting hired? Because I think he was hired because of how smart he appeared to be on ESPN. And he had the, the uh, the football the the quarterbacks thing with Peyton Manning he has all these different things. The Gruden the Gruden Empire created its own um, created its own mystery coach. Like he he hasn't coached for a long time. All of a sudden, he became the greatest coach to to to, to ever live, and he wasn't coaching. Well, no, I think he just lived on. No, I, I disagree. No one else was trying to get him out of the booth. Like you know, Raider fan had him on this pedestal, and and they thought he got a raw deal from Al Davis because he was fighting with Al. And that's why he left uh, Oakland the first time, the Raiders the first time to inherit a team ready to win in Tampa Bay. Like, like John Gruden would happen to be there. I don't know why Tony John Dungy set uh, stepped down. I think it was because of, I don't know why he stepped down from, from Tampa. I don't know if he was let go or whatever, but that's, it was, it was uh, it was uh, Tony Dungy's Tampa Bay team that that Gruden won that Super Bowl with with a with an all world defense. That wasn't John Gruden's coaching. He he didn't screw it up, but it wasn't him that. Well, was that's the, what I'm going, going getting on there, Dave. Is that Gruden became this great coach when he wasn't coaching? Like all of mm-hmm. a sudden he became this like when he was on ESPN. All of a sudden he becomes the golden child for all these these coaching vacancies because he was on TV and it happens a lot throughout sport. These guys, they're, they're just announcers and they become managers and coaches and everything else. And I don't understand. Like it was, it was the media that, that made him this great coach. Like, well, what, what did he do? Well, no, I think it's just strictly Mark Davis and Raider nation just still had this love affair with him. I don't think he was going to ever coach any other team. And when you throw that much money at a guy, like how can you say no? Well, no, and like, yeah, Jesus, 10 million a year for 10 years he was going to get. Um, the funny thing is, is that they, here's what I, this is hypothetical, obviously, but I guess that Davis went to the practice facility today in, in Vegas and they came to an agreement that it's time to go. I think there's a lot more stuff that was going to come out if he didn't get, if he didn't quit because he wasn't going to get fired because then they have to pay him. So I think there was a lot more crap that was going to be coming out in the coming days. And that was, okay, well, if save a little bit of face and you can protect what little image you have left for saying this stuff, but we're not going to fire you because then we have to pay you. Yeah. I, I kind of got that, that, that as well. Like, cause all these emails came from an investigation that the league was doing into the Washington football team. That's where all this came. This investigation was never about Gruden. But when Gruden was at ESPN, he was exchanging emails with, I think the guy's last name was Alan. He was the GM of, of the football team for a long time. Like he was, <clears throat> he was the GM of Tampa when Gruden was there. Yeah. And then him and Gruden got let go of Tampa right around the same time. And then now... Um, he was, that's where all these emails came from because as the league was doing into this, um, the misogynistic workplace and, and discriminatory workplace that was going on in Washington, they looked at all the emails and he, his name was on a lot of them to this Paul Allen. I don't know if it's Paul Allen. I'm just going to keep calling him Allen. We'll call him Paul Allen. Yeah. And then, so that's how they came. And then, so once this, uh, from my understanding of what I read, once this Washington football team uh, investigation became uh, complete 
and they got a ton of fines slapped against them. Like yeah. it was, it was not good for Washington. The person heading that inv- investigation kind of wrapped a whole bunch of Gruden emails in a little bow, dropped him on the NFL saying, it's like, Hey, well, by the by way, the way, if you want to look into this. <clears throat> and then, so from there, the NFL gave all those emails to Oakland, like, a, a, a hey, what, are you, what are you going to do about this? Yeah, you guys going to do anything about it? And then they haven't. And then they started leaking them. So they leaked some emails on Friday. And then still nothing. And then Gruden has his non-apology apology yesterday after getting his ass handed to him by Chicago. Which should never and then, happen. And then that wasn't, that wasn't good enough for the league. So they released some more emails. Well, that's what and they then, Exactly. That's what I was And you know about. what? And that's now pushing... Uh, Davis's hand saying like there's more coming you well because you've had them you know exactly what's coming next yeah. so and then I guess the NFL uh, the Raiders called the NFL's bluff and the NFL said just do something but you wonder why like ESPN I mean this has been going on for a long time obviously why didn't ESPN the the, the leader in sports and everything else why didn't they say something before why did they to would- go to a third party they wouldn't have known he's he's what is you're not combing over ever and then from what i can understand as well this was from uh gruden's personal email not an espn server so right you can they're not privy to every your every conversation they're privy to every conversation you have on a on a company-owned email address or laptop or cell phone but if you're doing it from your own email account it's none of their business but it's i I, i'm going to just make the assumption that this wasn't the first time that, or the only conversation that Gruden had where he was making these statements to somebody that would like it, 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 it wasn't the first or the last time. If you're putting those, if you're putting pen to paper or, or, or finger to keys, um, stating how stupid you think, um, having, uh, women work as officials, if you're, if you're, openly criticizing people's choice to to employ gay athletes to uh being critical of the league trying to do things to curtail concussions and using um homophobic slurs against the boss not to his face you didn't say just to one person right right your thoughts are pretty well known and especially with the circle. arrogance that gruden t- seems to have i like obviously i don't know the guy for nothing but he, uh, and people take his word for gospel he's going to go out and, and pop up with a lot just the, way, the arrogance that that man exudes um in my opinion it's just uh, you you wonder how this doesn't get before they make these hires and give these guys millions of dollars because it's it's, it's not only just wrong morality wise but it's wrong publicity like for, for publicity wise for your team to have these guys on your on your especially with how, how the world has changed and it's gotten better that all the, it's, and I don't want to say cancel culture because these things should be canceled. Like, how does it get to this point where these guys get hired and they go, Ooh, this was bad. I think, I think more than any other, <clears throat> one of like more than any other uh, profession is just the old boys club. That is football, football coaches. It's, it's a pretty yeah. macho environment. And then like, so you ask around, you're not asking any diversity person. You're not asking any kind of um, um, mainstream headhunting group. Like you're talking to football guys yeah. about football guys, and they got their back. And and like I I don't know who how these conversations go, but I would bet you a lot of them that there's nothing wrong with what he said or how he said it or how he put his thoughts to paper. That's how I shouldn't say because that's how know, everybody that's, talks. That's what what we perceive how they probably all talk right and right the, the old boy rough mentality and everything else it, it's just crazy um if you would have told me the beginning of, of last week that urban meyer would still have a job and not john gruden i just said you're nuts i completely 100 percent agree because herb uh, gotta go man oh i, I think herb's good doing the same thing though because he's a, he's not used to failing. B, he's not used to being told what to do. And C, he ain't walking or walking away. He wants to get fired so he can get paid. Get paid. Like, yeah, I don't know what his contract deal is, but I thought that Herb would be the, the first to go. It seems 0-5 with uh, not a hope in hell and his indiscretions last week or two weeks ago, I guess now. 
Um, it, it ain't it, it ain't wrapping up well for old Herb. No, no, you can't really see a lot of uh, length uh, being. I don't know. I don't think he's leaving Jacksonville on his own terms like he has Florida and Ohio State. Yeah, you, we'll get off the topic in a second. It's just you wonder how because you and I are perimeter periphery, I guess, um, football guys when it comes to the college thing. I, I love watching games on on sun, on Saturdays, and I love talking it, and it's, it's great. But then, uh, but during the week, whatever. But you and I know that these college coaches are college coaches, and we're, and we're not we're not smart when it comes to college football. Why do we know that these college guys aren't going to be good pro guys? And the, and these these schools give these guys seven, eight, nine million dollars a year to stay in college, and then they go to the pros and they fail pretty much every fucking time. It's such a it's 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 because you're not you're you're with college you're dealing with student athletes, not professional athletes. So you're 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 deciding that kid's future. Whereas a college or a pro player can decide the coach's future. Well, yeah, like it, it, it's just, it, it no longer becomes like being a coach, you got to a coach him up, you got to X and O, and then you got to motivate. The college football coach has the hammer as far as motivation goes. Everything. With, yeah, with playing time and scholarships, right? Yeah. He has no hammer. All those guys aren't afraid of him. Like, they're, they're, the, they the don't Jacksonville have... Jaguars are laughing at Urban Meyer for what he did. Exactly. And he's like got they... no say anymore in what in, like fuck off Herb. They they like with Redshirts, they literally have 90 kids on dress for games. Yeah. It's and like and and so playing time and all this, next man up, that's not a luxury in the NFL. No, we got this much money to work with. You gotta you play that guy. I don't care if you don't like him. Figure it the fuck out. Yeah. And that's what happened in Philadelphia, right? P they let Peterson go, even though obviously they had no uh no love for Carson Wentz either, because Wentz is out the door as well. But like with a when a when a a coach who's only two years removed from winning the Super Bowl has has lost control of his team and can't get along with the quarterback, you gone. Yeah. And that's what happened. Yeah. Crazy. You know, just uh um Dave, quick take. Um, Arizona Cardinals, the only 5-0 team remaining. How long are they going to go, or are they for real? Well, they're obviously for real. They're winning big games and on the road. Um, they got to play the Rams again. They, they're not going undefeated. There's no, no way. No, 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 no. Um, yeah, without looking at the schedule, I, I couldn't really tell you. Um, I, but, you know... They're in a faster game in Dallas of all teams. That's the one. my next point. Dallas right now, like they're they look like they're for real. They're in a horseshit division, but you can only beat who you play. Right. You know, and and so yeah, they're they're I still don't think Dallas is for real because they're 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 beating up on on uh, substandard competition. But what do you do? You can only play the teams in front of you, and they'll be exposed sooner or later like a jerry jones team always is the lions still stink they should have won that game yesterday actually they've been in all five of their losses they've actually been there in all five of their losses. but you know you don't close the deal that's gotta be a, a tough a tough thing we talked about a few weeks back being a lions fan they haven't been relevant ever no. and, and, and when are they taking them off of thanksgiving day well tradition but I like I I don't I don't <laughs> I don't know. But you know why not? Like because that's always nice for some team to have an afternoon game on a Thursday, eat beat up on the Lions, get Eastern home and Turkey have a long weekend. Yeah, I want the Lions. Everybody else wants the Lions oh, to stay on. They're 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 not good. Anyways, uh, fun weekend. Like football's a uh, full bore. It's going. The uh, watch a great see. That's something I, I don't think I've ever said in a long time. But I watched a great CFL game to hit mom's place, the uh, Hamilton Tie Cats and the uh, Toronto Argonauts last second field goal to win it. Fantastic game. Yeah, it turned out there was a pass interference call or roughing the kick or passer. And turn, it, was, it was actually a highly entertaining game in, uh, this afternoon on TSN uh, in Hamilton on a, it looked like a pretty cold day in, ha in Hamilton. But yeah, it was uh, not something I said very often, a great CFL game, but it was, it was really quite entertaining. 
Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Like, you know, confidence. As long as you're keeping score, there's there's there, there's a reason to watch for a little bit. Uh, speaking of Baltimore, just tied it up with Indy here. 25-25 with 39 seconds left in the game. Oh, there you go. They like Baltimore's another team that like they they have flashes, but they're wrapped with injuries and they they definitely play down to their competition because they they almost lost to the Lions too a couple of weeks ago. If the Kansas City Chiefs don't watch out, they are going to be on the outside looking in real quick. Holy Buffalo are the bad boys of the AFC. That is me. No, no, they they ate KC's lunch on Sunday, yeah. and good for them. It was a that was a fun game to watch. Well, I tell you what, everybody was christening uh, Mahomes to be the next coming of Christ, and oh boy, you won one championship, and you won one MVP, and right now you ain't Cotner. Right, like it's there's something not really going on there, and and people aren't afraid of them, and maybe the maybe the way Tampa beat them in, on the Super Bowl, there was tell us of how you how you get in on that team you take away Tyreek Hill and Kelsey and then and then what else do they have which is you know those are both all pro players and, and it's not easier said than done but if you got the personnel and the and the, the coaching schemes to do it that's how you do it that's it so yeah he, he got christened a little too soon in my opinion but we were doing it too but anyways 1420 yeah. podcast four beer sports talk and a whole lot more we are everywhere we get your podcast. And when you listen on Apple or Spotify, make sure you give us a rating so we can go up the charts and all the stuff. We, we discussed it before, but it helps us uh, go higher up and then people can just click and see us. So it, it helps a lot. 1420 Sports Podcast, four beer sports talk and a whole lot more. Uh, Dave, my Yankees, they got beat out last week. I haven't went on a diatribe about that yet. I got a lot of thoughts and uh, I don't know what's going on there. They, it's, a, it's a wreck in, in the Bronx. They're not getting better. They're the, the fourth best team in the division right now behind Tampa, who just got beat out tonight by Boston. And I think the Jays are ahead of them too. So you got you got three teams right now that are better than the New York Yankees, and I don't think it's close. We won't get in and talk about the Yankees so much now, but the, the baseball playoffs, man, it's, it's been there's been some good games. There's been some stinkers. Great pitching performances, but first off, did you happen to see how drunk Max Scherzer was <laughs> after the wild card game home run? He started the game, he got pulled in, I think, the fifth. Um, interview with him, tarp off on the field shortly after the game. So, once the game was over, I think old Scherzer he got into it right after, right after he got pulled. Here's what I think like, he must have cracked one. As soon as he got pulled, like as soon as his had inning was have. done, had to have, because he was, he wasn't Brett Hall sloppy, but he was pretty sloppy. And well, he even said it, uh, what's yeah. this? You got to take care of this reverb. I'm, I'm drunk. <laughs> but like, but yeah, tarps off, like happier and shit. Yeah. And, I think it was, it it was one good. of those situations, Dave, I was win or lose. We're in the booze no matter what, because he was getting into it. There's no doubt about that. He came, he's pitching tonight. They're losing, the Dodge losing right now. Um, the Red Sox move on. The, man, since they won a World Series back in, what was it, 2004, the Red Sox have been really, really, really good. Um, consistently good. They weren't supposed to have a great team this year. And they're in the, they're in the ALCS now. Well, Cora coming from Houston, he had they have tricks of how to coach him up. So I think I think Cora skated on this whole um, um, cheating scandal that happened in 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 Houston. And I'm not saying the the Red Sox are cheating right now, but it wouldn't surprise me for an absolute millisecond. Um, and I don't. It's weird. It was them and 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 uh, San Fran. No one really gave him a lot of preseason respect, but here they yeah. are um, making waves in the postseason in Tampa after that uh, tough break on game three. They, uh, they kind of, they made a game of it tonight, but they, they went out with a lot more of a whimper than I thought they would. Well, th- does it go back to the, the, the movie Moneyball when uh, Billy Bean, he said, uh, what, he basically said, my shit don't work in this, or this shit don't work in the playoffs. Um you go in with rookie pitching like Tampa did. They had how many rookies going tonight? It just 
eventually sometimes the big boys have to take over and you have to learn how to lose before you can learn how to win. It, uh, it's tough. It's, it can be very tough and, and nerves. The kids are 20 years old. And I, and I, yeah, I agree. And then, but also too, you, you, you're now seeing them for the fourth, fifth time. It's the same, it's the same logic of not letting a pitcher, uh, a batter see the same pitcher three times, the third time through the order. But now you're seeing the same, whatever, uh, righty come out, come out in the sixth inning, four games in a row. Yeah. So now you're seeing them three, four times in three, four days. And, and you're more focused. There's no, in the playoffs, there's no uh, phoning it in at bats like there is in, in mid-June in a, in a six to seventh inning game. Well, baseball is such a, it's a crazy game of inches. And like that, we were talking off air about that play last night with the ground rule double off the, the Boston players leg went over, over the fence and run, the guy would have scored Tampa probably wins that game. And who knows where they're at right now. It's so crazy how that every pitch matters so much in, in the, in this in sport of baseball and it, how a game can change just with something that was so unintentional and the, the game change in Tampa's done. Yeah. And, and that's sport, right? Momentum is just, it's such a thing. When it's, when it's pushing you along the way, there's nothing better and the, the games don't get easier. But when you don't get breaks, it's, it's, it sure makes the game a lot harder. Do you, do you think that now that Tampa's been doing it for a few years, um, payroll of what is it, $65, $70 million, do you think you're going to see more teams leaning that way? I don't know how you don't, right? Uh, maybe not a full adaptation of the exact system that Tampa does, but at least something along the lines of identifying and, and acquiring young talent. Like this guy does this well, and we can teach him to do this. And, and like having trust in your system and, and your coach, your, especially your instructional staff, to, to play baseball the right way for your organization, which clearly Tampa does because it, there's going to come a time and everybody probably knows it, that, you know, we're going to, you're going to move on and you're going to sign your next contract with, with somebody else. Cause we can't afford to keep you. It won't be and, here. No. And then, whereas you can have teams like Toronto, which is like, you know, like obviously New York, um, Boston, the Yankees, Boston, uh, the Dodgers and now even the Mets stand alone for um, how much money they uh, can spend. Even, even the Padres spent two hundred four million dollars here. Look what they got, it got them, right? A, a fired manager and a team in turmoil. Right. Yeah. So it, it's 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 culture, right? It's not just money. And then whereas like a team like you know the Milwaukee's the the Pittsburghs, you know, and like like KC uh, when they won the World Series what four years ago now. They're yes, a small market that. team and they did it right. But then when they, when they had a chance to, to go for the ring, they made those trades and knowing like, this is our, this is our kick at the cat. Let's get that. Let's get that ring. The, the one conversation that I think Hal Steinbrenner has to have with uh, Brian Cashman of the Yankees is okay. I've spent $2.8 billion with a B since we've last won a world championship in 2009. What the fuck is going on? Because the Tampa Bay Rays spent 60 million and they're in the playoffs year in, year out. We got, we made trades. We got rid of draft capital to, at the trade deadline. We got rid of this, got rid of that for three hours of baseball for three hours of postseason baseball. We spent this much money. Yes. Yeah. And, and yeah. And to lose it late, like, big deal you lost like at the end of the day we lost and and a it shouldn't have been as close as it was but you know does this on cashman or is, is it the product on the field or is it boone and his uh hitting coach and that third base coach that Oof. have that fucked this up there's right? a there's a lot going on they're all cashman hires i i don't think that team is constructed properly for the the analytics that, that, that they're trying to run with. I, they, they don't run well. They don't play defense well and they strike out too much. 
Yeah, their but, defense is but, terrible. But, but Tampa struck up more than anybody else in baseball this year. But you get to the playoffs, and look what happened. You strike out too much. Yeah, yeah, you run into something. And then also, too, like they – but they also had the second most uh, runs in the, in the major leagues mm-hmm. last year. With, like, uh, Jays were first, I believe. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, there has to be some kind of hybrid, and, and obviously money does make a difference. You can money ball things all you want. But uh, yeah, it's it's you know it's it's funny. We actually why I watched Moneyball with my son this weekend, yeah. and uh, yeah, he really enjoyed it. It's like how much, like when um, at the end of the show when Billy Bean was having an interview with uh, the owner of uh, Boston Red Sox and he wanted to hire him, he goes, so the Yankees did this and they so they paid one point one million dollars per win. Oakland had the exact same record. You guys were paying two hundred thousand dollars a win, and what are you comfortable with as a team? Like, if you're comfortable with spending five hundred thousand dollars a win, that's that's just fine because we got the money. But now, you win, right? You 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 win. I don't care. Just get together winners, and that that means smart hires. That means not keeping the aging superstar. That means not signing. Albert Pujols to a 12-year deal, right? Well, that's one thing, Dave, that I think that went wrong a lot with the Yankees in the George Steinbrenner era is that every great player who was in in his declining years would end up with the Yankees because they knew they would get the contract. And they, they didn't win anything with all those guys. Anything. So it's it's not an automatic that you're going to get this contract from, from, from say the, the, the Dodgers or the Yankees, or the Red Sox anymore, because they're being more fiscally responsible. And I don't think it's fair for each fan base to expect your team to go out and spend 220 million a year for what, for three hours of baseball. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Yeah, like it's like the injuries and shit does happen, but you know, like there's no excuses on the Yankees. There's no excuses. You they were built to contend this year, and and they didn't, and they didn't. Got three hours of baseball. That was it. Yeah, and subpar baseball. Yeah, and and and, yeah, Stanton showed up to play though. God, yeah. that guy. He can like hit. he's yeah, when when you we talked about him last week or whatever <laughs> it was, and and when he's dialed in, he is yeah, there's probably nobody, I wouldn't say nobody better, but he's he's right there. He's Anyways, a scary man with the bat in his hand. Yeah, uh, he's real good. Yeah, when he when he's going, he he when he's not though, he he's not he's not good. One more thing I wanted to bring up on. Um, I was watching that Yankees uh, Boston game on uh, the wildcard game on the MLB app. And it, it doesn't go to the booth after that. You know what I'm saying? There's no commercial breaks. Yeah. So you don't see the guys calling the game. But during that game, it was like, who the fuck is calling this game? It's awful. Awful. And they didn't talk to you. To, it was A-Rod. Yeah, he's God, so bad. He's terrible. He's I so not, bad. It's he's so, so bad. bad. And I've been saying he, that since he left. The, he's bad. I don't know why he's on television. Terrible. I don't know what demographic or what ESPN thinks. I don't know why they have him. He is so bad at what he does. And he's a shameless Yankee honk too. Like he really, he openly cheers for the Yankees, but he's just terrible. And I don't understand why someone who has to be worth six hundred million dollars 
Oh, more does than that, that job. He's awful. Yeah. Awful. So, like, and that's, I, I never did like him, but I didn't like whoever that was calling that, uh, doing color on that game. And I found out I had to look it up, but it was him. Alex Rodriguez, uh, terrible. Just oh, he's terrible. Anyways, the playoffs could continue. The Dodgers are down one nothing right now. San Francisco uh, playoffs going to continue, and then before you know what, the World Series is uh, going to be come and gone, and be nothing left but uh, the hockey season, some football. We'll get into that a little, little bit later. Fourteen twenty sports podcast, four beers, sports talk, and a whole lot more. Dave, the uh, start of the NHL season tomorrow night. You have the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning raising the banner to the Raptors when they host the Pittsburgh Penguins. And you got the Seattle Kraken, their, their first game in their inaugural season at T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. Um, every year, like I'm like a baseball guy, and like a, you have high hopes for your team to win a championship. Um, like I discussed the Yankees, they, they usually are, are there in a playoff contention or something. Hockey... You don't have much hope. Like, there's 31 teams now, I believe. 23 aren't winning. Like, right now, we could go through the list, and you could probably say that this team's not winning this team. Like, it's it's pretty close to 23, 24 teams aren't winning, aren't winning a Stanley Cup this year. Oh, no, no. I, yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that statement. Yeah, like, it's... Maybe next year, and and we all know who those teams are. But next year isn't even viable for most of those teams either. Like the Calgary Flames are not winning Stanley Cup this year, next year, or the year after. They're they're just not. Well, you can't. They never say never, right? Because you know St. Louis did it, the Blues did it, and and no one was expecting anything. They were DFL in January. Yeah, and no one was expecting them. Like it's just. Hockey more than any other sport, right? It's a grind and, you know, sure you can have the best talent, but injuries play a part and you hit, you, you run into some team on a heater in the playoffs and then all of a sudden you're playing for next year. It's, it's a tough one. Well, I shouldn't say never, like you said, St. Louis did it. And then the Kings a couple of years back, they went on a run all of a sudden out of nowhere. Like, Holy shit. They, they won 12 playoff games in a row and it was over. It, it just seems that like when, when the season starts for uh, let's, let's stick with the flames that's, that's where, where we're where we are regionally what's the expectation of a flames that does a flames fan have for the flames uh, realistically uh make the playoffs win one round what's the point well it's it's better than losing right and then but is it but is it Dave, Dave? because like the Vancouver Canucks did it for, for years and years and years would make the playoffs lose first round, make the playoffs, and all of a sudden you're getting the 16th overall pick every year. And the draft, Minnesota Wild, yeah, and the, yeah, and the and, and the drafts where you have to build your franchise because salary cap and it's a flat cap and everything else. And you, if you don't have a superstar, the draft has to be the way you build your team. What's the point of making the playoffs if you're just going to lose the first round, get swept four straight? Well, you gotta. I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go as far as saying like lose, throw the season, but if you're not very good, you're just not very good. Yeah, I, I agree. And and you do need a couple superstars like Seattle. Excuse me, not Seattle. St. Louis didn't really have the superstars, but you have the teams that won a couple. Like well, Tampa right now, they're they're just stacked. Um, Chicago with Taves and Kane. Pittsburgh with. Uh, uh, Sid and and Malkin, the Kings with uh, the Drew Doughty and Kopitar and, and Quick. Like, if you have those pieces, then you have a chance. And then, like, I don't think Calgary has a chance because they don't have those pieces. Like, who's their best player right now? Is it Markstrom? Is it the goalie? Well, who who does Calgary have that other teams would want? Well, like want or want to put their I, I imagine they would want that Kachuk kid I would imagine they want Goudreau but not as leaders as pieces as as um as Tom Wilson and uh and Kessel Phil Kessel kind of players yeah right talented but not we're not we're not going to hoist leadership upon you 
Whereas Edmonton, you know, with uh, Drysaddle and and McDavid, you got two superstars. It, it, it's superstars, and yeah, you know what? It, They're not winning a cup this year. You you wouldn't think so, but if they can get adequate D play and and B plus goalie, it's I like their chances better than Calgary. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, a hundred percent. Because you know, defense can be taught as a team thing. Obviously, elite D men are, are are special, and you and you always want one. But but defense can be can be taught and coached as a as a team thing. Whereas goal scorers, you you don't teach someone how to score goals. No, that's like like those guys like the really highly skilled guys that are, that are in the NHL, the, the superstars. That's that's God given talent, and they it's I shouldn't say God given, but because God doesn't watch hockey, I wouldn't think. But um, it's there's a definite talent that they that they have. It's a, it's a special talent. Um, no matter how you how hard you work and skate and practice, you're never going to be that good. Yeah, there's this, it, something that worked out that, that they're yeah. that good. Like you you, you look at uh, guys like McDavid, those once in a lifetime kind of players that in that he's the best player. That, He's the fastest ever played a game already. Like maybe Burry, I guess, but you look at what McDavid can do and he, he, nobody's picking the, the uh, Edmonton Oilers to win a Stanley Cup. I haven't looked uh, a few, a few things. I I'm caught up in baseball and football right now, but um, I've seen a couple people picking the New York Islanders to, to win a Stanley Cup, but I'm going to take a line from Ric Flair to beat the champ. You got to beat the champ or to be the champ, you got to beat the champ. And Tampa is, they're, they're real good. And they're the best goal in the world, the best defenseman in the world. And, you know, that helps a ton. And a guy who won the scoring title two years ago, right? You know, so you have you have a team like Tampa. Until someone not knocks them off, you still got to think them them as the favorites. Yeah, and, you know, it's it's nice to see Florida Heat. Not like who they they signed someone big to take a run at them. Oh, that Barkov. Yeah. They, 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 Alexander Barkov gave him 10 million yeah. bucks or something. And yeah. that's and that's a huge thing in Florida, hey, where they can, I wouldn't say giving a ten million dollars is is underpaying somebody, but with that no state tax, all of a sudden, you know, a twelve million dollar player could be a ten million dollar player. Yeah, well, they were talking about that on the radio, um, comparing a guy like ten million in Florida, and like you still have your federal tax and what have you, so you're not taking it all home. But they're making over a, a like for a $10 million deal in Montreal or in Tampa, that Tampa player is taking home over a million dollars a year more. Done. That's, that's a competitive advantage. And I think the league should look into it. And right? you're not plugging your car in. And you're not plugging your car in. Or <laughs> right. shoveling. Not that they shovel or anything like that, but yeah, you, the, the winter gear stays packed in a suitcase and you're bringing it out three times a year on the road to go to that road trip to a place that you, that you aren't, that you're on the bus or whatever it is to the airport and everything else. You don't, you don't have winter boots. No, no. Everything is heated. Like how come the bus, like who didn't warm up the bus? Yeah. Like coming in here in my Italian loafers and dress socks and my feet are cold. You, you wonder why those teams aren't better. Like Which the, ones? The, the the Sun Belt teams, why they aren't better. Like if you could play in Arizona or Tap has been winning, but Arizona, Anaheim, <laughs> LA, like the where it's hot all the time. Like you wonder why they aren't better. Well, you know, San Jose, the Ducks have won one, the Kings won two, right? San Jose was competitive. But it took forever, forever for the Kings to win one. It did take forever. And then it, it actually comes down to a blind squirrel finds a nut every now and then. Like every GM, there's probably what, 10 quality GMs in the league and everybody else is just throwing darts. Like it's, it's just one of those things. And there's, yeah. all, there's a, just a finite amount of players that A, like you can know, like knowing that someone's wicked, but never having the chance to acquire them. Like what, what good is it to, to be such an evaluator of talent? when all that top end talent anyone can see and and because you're winning one round in the playoffs that guy's not going to be available at 13 yeah so oh, it's, it's 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 a weird one it's it's yeah because you you need such a big roster to uh 
to really compete for you need a big deep roster it's it's not like the nba which you you just three guys and, and pay them 40 million bucks a year and then we'll see what happens it's not like football where there's just injuries and just so much minutia to the game uh hockey is it's a, it's it's the full team sport and everybody has to be pulling in the same direction otherwise you need you need three solid lines and a fourth line of good guys that, that don't hurt you right and then even your third liners can be different difference makers yeah. like whether they be like the the heavy or the agitator or whatever but they can make everybody better and and it's hard it's hard unless you're just like Tampa and just have all the best players in the world and just go about and do your business. Cause then it's easy and fun. Seems pretty easy. Yeah. It's an uh, interesting season coming up. I, I, I like I said, I think Tampa is still the, uh, the hands on favorite to, or the odds on favorite, sorry, to win the Stanley cup again. Um, I don't think anybody made any moves that going to be different. Maybe this year that McDavid and, and uh, dry Sidle can pull one out of Edmonton. I don't think they have the goaltending, um, but everybody else is an also ran right now. I, I really believe that. No, that, yeah, it's, it's going to be different for the players having to slog through an entire season too now, right? This is the first time they're playing 82. And well, that's time. the thing too, is that there's so a, little more, a little more juice for the players because they haven't played in front of like a lot of people haven't played in front of fans for how long. Yeah. You know? And so, and so it, that's, it, it adds a little bit of uh, adrenaline to, to the game for sure. And that's one thing that some uh, players were saying already is that, Playing in front of fans again, it's it's so much better. And the coach was like, "Yeah, there's a little more enthusiasm everywhere else." Because and they they flat said it was shitty. It was actually shitty playing in front of nobody. Oh, I couldn't imagine. They haven't and done then, that since uh, minor hockey, right? right? And then uh, probably on a and on a prorated contract, right? Because you're only getting paid for 50 games as yeah. opposed to 82. So it's uh, yeah, it, it, it it's it's upon us. And obviously, I I hear on the radio and I listen to them. Although the 960 guys are uh, getting all geeked up for the season, it seems like you know even though it's been abbreviated seasons and breaks in here. But with hockey going late this year and then all last year, it was just during the summer. It's just like, you know, it's not having the real season and real playoffs, like kind of, I don't know. It seems like like I was kind of not as, as interested. In, and we'll see what, what happens here. 100%. Once the dog, what's the dog days of winter coming if I'm how how much I'm, I'm hard up for, for sports entertainment and, and, and seeing what, how much hockey I actually do watch. Yeah. The, the two years where it wasn't really hockey kind of, I didn't miss it. Yeah. I mean, cause we got pay so, attention. Yeah. And we've gone, we gone through like in our lifetime, we've gone through so many lockouts and strikes, everything else. Like eventually it's just like, okay, it's gone again. Yeah. And, and that, and that hurts that, that, that hurts down South more than it hurts up, hurts up in Canada, obviously. Yeah, and then I'll still tune in on the Saturday night hockey, like uh, Hockey right. Night in Canada and everything, because that's just something that... Like, Anyways, it, yeah, it's great. Beginning of the hockey season, it's not as much as it used to be. It's uh, not opening day in baseball. It's not opening day in football. It's not college football opener. It's just it's, it's just different how it used to be. Sure. I agree. Anyways, 14-20 Sports Podcast, four beer and sports talk, and a whole lot more. 14-20 Sports Podcast, four beer and sports talk, and a whole lot more. Dave, uh, you're a curler. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. I uh, dabble in it once a year kind of deal, but you're a, you're a, you're a curler, as you can see the, the your, your broom in behind you there. You, you've been doing it for a number of years. Would you be a better curler, a better bowler, or a better golfer if given the opportunity to 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 uh, partake in one of those three sports more often? Like if you were if you said okay. If Kaylee took your took your chores away and Jasper didn't have his, his stuff, 
and you can focus and you can get away from work on a more consistent basis, which one would you be better at if you could do it more often? All three. I think, I think all three of those sports. Is, okay, the, first off, bowling, is bowling a sport? Well, if curling's, well, curling, there is a little bit more exertion. There is now. And, there wasn't 20 years ago. Right. Yeah. No, I don't think bowling's. Well, you keep scores. Is darts a sport? Darts ain't a sport. It's a physical motion that results in a scoring play. <laughs> right? Like I, like, I don't know. Like That's a little rich, but you're right. Like, the way you, you, you worded that, but. Like, is horseshoes a sport? No. It's a game. That's just a game. Darts is a game. Darts is a game. Bowling's a like game. Like, crib's a game. Crib's a game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I, well, I do think, let's just talk curling and golf. I think those two sports are more than any other practice, 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 practice. Yeah. I, because it's, it's all about touch. It's all about feel and you can't teach that kind of shit. You can teach strategy. You can teach course management. You can teach um, um, different kinds of shot, but at the end of the day, it is, it's repetition and, 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 and adjusting your swing or your slide. And so I would think I'm a better curler than I am a golfer. So I would say if I can, if I had a pursuit to be the best athlete in whatever I could be at, at this juncture of my life, I think I would go curling more than golf because I am a terrible golfer. I, I, I don't think that like at our stage, like I think if you, if you took me or you, whoever you took the an average Joe and put him on a sheet of ice on a daily basis for a one year, he'd be more than adequate on, on your, on your Tuesday team. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. You know, like I said, I curl once a year, once, twice a year, maybe sometimes, um, usually three sheets to win most of the time we're doing it. And it's so like, whatever, throw lead stones and guards or whatever. See you later. And then sweep when someone tells me to sweep. And then just listen. Yeah. Yeah. Sweep. Okay. And I sweep as hard as I can until it's for 15 seconds or whatever it is. Um, but golf, I don't think if you pulled an average Joe out at our age and said, okay, go hit the ball. I don't think he'd, he'd ever get good at it. Um, there's going to be huge improvement over the first two months. I think you would because it's it's it is repetitive. It would depend how flexible this person is too, because golf is a lot more violent sport on your body than curling, right? You actually have to exert and and poop your pants a little bit here and there, to. Because I've been playing golf for forty years and I'm still terrible. Like I'm 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 okay. There's I, I par a hole. I get the odd birdie every year here and there. I par a hole like whatever, but in general, it's. He's a fucking crapshoot every time I get step up to the ball. And I've been playing for 40 years. Yeah, because you I've don't have that. for 40 years, but I've been playing for 40 years. Because at the end of the day, you have to hit the ball the exact same way every single swing. And, and your, your swing isn't pure enough. And that's not your fault, but it's just because you haven't done that swing a million times, right? If you were to take up bowling... Like we, we talked to a few, well, during the Olympics, we talked about, there were some, some sports week. If you took it up full time for a couple of years, you could end up on the Olympic team. If you took up bowling now, <laughs> could you end up being like a professional, not winning, but could you end up being a, like win some tournaments? I don't think so because there's too many competitive bowlers out there already. I, I don't, I don't know. Like, I think the, I think the, the sport to get into the Olympics would be, would be uh, um, like just to get, just to qualify for the Olympics or to, to possibly medal in the Olympics. Just get in, man. Just get, just in. get in. You get the I track think, suit the whole bit. Yeah. What I would have to do, you know, my grand, my, uh, my one grandparent was born in Holland. 
So I would have to find some sport that Holland's really shitty in and uh, and try and get a dual citizenship to 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 sneak in on the Winter Olympics because yeah. it's not speed skating because they're pretty good at that. Um, it would have to be something like maybe luge, a Dutch luge. I think that's the one. If you can run sort of fast, the four-man bobsled. Yeah. I think that's one you could possibly get into because who – Okay, this is going to sound shitty, but nobody is born thinking I'm going to be a bobsledder. Oh, no, 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 no. Like, like, you get- like in Canada, like maybe right. in other countries, maybe in some other Nordic countries, but in Canada, I don't, I don't know one bobsledder. No. But who was that? There was a CFL guy played the Eskimos, Lumsden. Jesse yes. Lumsden. He ended up, like his football career was over, or he, or he might have still been playing, I can't remember. And he No, but then he went bobsled. Bobsledding, and he, he was a... He, he ran and he pushed the thing and jumped in. And you know, that's the thing. Eh? The, like, there's one guy uh, on that four-man bobsled that gets a gold medal and that looks exactly the same as, pick your sport, as uh, Usain Bolt, right? Just run. Yeah, but like I was the third man. I did nothing. I, I, I pushed four times for 10 seconds. If that's. Yeah. Yeah. Like if and, and you're gold middle. I didn't drive. I didn't do anything. They I'm jump just in. a middle guy. I just push as hard as I can and I go in and then I duck. You don't even get to watch your well, ride. I, I don't know enough about it, but I, I think they gotta transfer their weight, but which doesn't seem hard. Like oh, I know, like I think I could learn to do that. Like, I, I I mean I'm not my age, I probably and I, I'm not fast enough or strong enough, but yeah, don't have the wheels anymore. But like, yeah, I can jump. I'm I, the slowest man alive. I really, I'm slow. I can't run fast. Far. I had not pretty. Fast. I had pretty decent wheels back when I was young. But yeah, oh, decent. I, I was slow. never the fastest, but I, I can keep up. I'm really slow. Like it's quite gross. Well, What's last thing you bowled? Who? It has been a while. Um, we bowled down in Columbia Falls with my son. Probably. Uh, shit that was even like three years ago that was pre-covid the, the christmas before covid so that would have been 19 21 yeah 2019 would have been the last time i bowled fuck covid i'm not touching balls and shoes <laughs> christ well, they got lights on they spray on the thing right at the right at the counter there like it's i don't i don't think i don't think the bowling alleys are spreading covid i mean it's just it's uh well people all over their face and they're on the balls and their balls are touching my balls are bowling alleys open right now i don't know i i i don't know i haven't even looked bowling's (laughs) fun like when people go when you go past the the second game then it's like i don't want to be here anymore yeah like Like, especially like yeah Two rounds, good. The third and no like, more than four per lane. Like if you got like five or six people per lane, then it's just like, uh, right, let's go. Let's hey, it's your turn. It's your turn. It's your turn. Let's go. If people start to watch games, they're on their phone, taking yeah. selfies, whatever. No bowling, like I like it, but two games, I'm out. Yeah, I'm ten good. yeah, ten pin can be pretty pretty entertaining as long as you keep a bit of a pace to and you it. gotta have a good pace and tempo to it or else it can drag on and people are getting they go to the bar and they're getting drinks and shots yeah why well, no we're here for an hour and an hour and 20 tops that yeah. includes shoe yeah the whole bit yeah no yeah like just get in do it have your fun and then let's go grab let's go to the bar grab uh grab, grab some some beers or whatever, and watch the yeah. game yeah no because it's and it, it yeah it's maybe i don't know What's the highest score you ever got in 10 pin? Jesus, I don't know. I think I got a 200 once. I got 200 once in high school. We had taken at Notre Dame there. We went yeah. to Regina a couple of times. I got 200 once. I got, I got the turkey on the last the last uh, round there. So I got three strikes or four, whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, three strikes in a row. Yeah, I kept throwing the thing. Down. Yeah, so it was 200. Wow. I was in a lane where a buddy uh, got bowled a perfect game in league. Really? At that, yeah, at that old uh, the ten pin place on the north side. That's now the the grocery store. Like oh, we the, walked uh, in. The what was the name of that place? Top ten bowling was that it? Was it called? Yeah, top I 10? think it was top ten. I think they were all called top ten. Like what every bowling alley is called top ten. Top bowling. ten. 
But uh, yeah, we came there on a Friday night and uh, League was like, and it was like, I, he was like fifth. Yeah, yeah, that was top 10. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then towards the end, like there, uh, people were gathering and, and he did it, but he nutted up and he, he rolled a perfect game. That would be nerve wracking as an amateur, anything, um, when people just start watching. Yeah. Like, like hey. and, and strangers, right? Like this yeah. league. So like you're, cause it's, it's not cause, cause, you, cause you know that the, there's going to be some strangers in the crowd or he ain't going to fucking do it. They'll start bad mouthing and jinxing the guy a little bit and heckling him a little bit. He ain't going to well, do it. Cause yeah, it was a Friday night or Saturday, like, or a Saturday afternoon or whatever. I like, I don't know why, but like, so it was probably a little bit busier than normal. This was yeah. a Tuesday night thing. And uh, no, like there was a good little crowd. Like when I say good little crowd, probably 40 people. watching. That's a, that's a lot of pressure. Like when I'm on a golf course, I can't golf when there's another group on the tee box. I yeah. screw it up immensely every time. And I don't know why. Just who cares? But yeah, so other. Ugh. Yeah, and, so. And the anticipation, because then if, if he doesn't get it, as a, as a spectator, you'd be like, well, I just wasted my night watching this idiot. Who cares? Big picture. Like, who cares anyways? But. Yeah, no one cares. But it's just kind of neat to yeah, see. Neat to so, see it. Was he excited yeah. when he got it? Oh yeah, he was fist pumping. Not Pumper like nickels that. the whole bit, eh? Oh yeah. Well, I I, I tip my hat to him. That's an accomplishment. Oh, That's absolutely. Yeah, and it, it, it's it's akin to hitting a hole hole in one, right? Oh yeah, I think yeah. Jesus. Yeah, that would Whenever, be hard. Like so, it's what is it? Is that twelve or thirteen strikes? I think you'd be thirteen because you get the extra ball. Yeah. Or three at, balls at the tenth frame, twelve yeah, the or something. As long as you keep knocking pins down, you keep throwing. Yeah. 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 So what would be like I think that's I think that would be more of an accomplishment than a hole in one. No, I disagree. I think a hole in one, Dave, I, I it's it's skill, but there's a lot of shitty golfers who have hole in ones. Yeah, but like you know, that's if they the, get a hole in one, it hits a it hits a tree branch, butt butts over, whatever. But it's the same, same. No, like if you can hit a golf ball, you, if you can throw a bowling ball, you're doing the exact same motion in the exact same place every single time. There's probably a little bit of, and there's no wind, no grass, no elevation. I'm going to say that a shitty golfer or shitty bowler has never got a 300. Never. Shitty golfers get three hole-in-ones all the time. But that's only one shot. Like that's, like I, I hear what you're saying, but that's just pure luck whereas like i think a hole in one's I mean, luck i i think it's i think it's extreme luck well it's it's yeah it's, it's i think lucky it's, I think it's 80 luck 20 percent skill yeah no it's i a hole in one. like yeah because otherwise you would see one every weekend at a at a major tournament right like the best of intention is for it to go in but it, well and the best yeah and the best golfers in the world there's they are not every, every par three they're they're not doing it once a year right yeah very rare I think I think it's more luck than skill. Yeah, that's I, I I agree with you. Anyways, but anyways, third, so you got curling tomorrow night, Dave. You're gonna go out there and, and curling like tomorrow fantastic at the ATV Center and the whole and bit. yeah, make some magic happen, and <laughs> then we'll just uh, see how the weather holds out this week. Got a ton of house chores done. It's it's you know that May long weekend is is get the house ready for spring and summer's here and everything. The the Thanksgiving long weekend is oh, it's just depressing. It is summer. It's it's now it's over. Over, man. And, and, we now can't, and you can't squeak it out. Like you guys can go golfing. It's your hands are cold. You lose a ball in the leaves. Got like you said, Jasper played baseball and it sucked because it's cold oh, and windy. windy. And it's oh. horrible. And you just know that there's impending doom coming with the uh, the chain with the, the snows coming. Like there's no getting around it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and and so I'm just gonna embrace. We've had a bit of an Indian summer here, and it's been nice. The sun's been yeah. shining, so uh, let's just hope winter's mild. It's not too bad, and yeah. it's where we live. And when yeah. I win the lotto, I'll I'll let you know, you know how where things you can are find somewhere me. else. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, fourteen twenty sports podcast for beer with sports talk and a whole lot more. Take care of each other. More important, take care of yourself year round. 
Dave, keep your stick on the ice or what else, my friend? Don't swing at high pitches, Jim. Jim, uh, good to see you on Saturday or Friday night. I saw you, you were uh, playing music in uh, Victoria again or wherever the fuck you were, but uh, good to see you that on uh, Facebook. Congratulations on what's going on next week. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 